the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. AM 560 WFIL.com on the app. Listening to the Tim DeMoss Show. A little technical glitch there, so sorry about that. Forecast, kind of cloudy, then sunny, then cloudy, then rainy. It's all over the place. May still have some rain yet. Could be heavy at times. 82 the high the rest of the day, 70 the low night. Tomorrow on the cloudy side, a couple more showers and thunder showers possible, kind of like today, and a high of 81. Phillies beat the uh, Yankees 11-7. Last night, Zach Wheeler got the win. That was in the opening game. That's his second win on the season. Uh, after the game, he was uh, asked about that tough Yankee lineup and could he have finished the game and, uh, and finished out that seventh inning? Um, yeah. I mean, like you said, it's a tough lineup. Uh, you got to make your pitches and um, just try to execute as best as you can. And me and uh, JT were on the same page today. And, um, you know, defense made some plays behind me. And I was able to execute for the most part, you know, made a couple of mistakes, but yeah, it was good. That's newcomer Zach Wheeler, uh, JT, he's referring to as his uh, catcher, of course, JT Real Muto. What makes them so good? What does he think about that JT Real Muto behind the dish? First off, uh, he can call a game and that's what you need back there. And then, you know, he's a great receiver. You know, he's one of the best in the game at that. And when guys do get on, you don't have to have, you know, that thought in the back of your head being slow to the plate or something like that because he'll make up for it with his arm. So, And, of course, he can swing it. So, you know, playing against him all these years, I was wishing that he was my catcher, and now he is. And that was part of me coming over here, and um, I love throwing to him. That's Zach Wheeler again last night's uh, winning pitcher in game one. Bryce Harper hit a homer, as did JT Realmuto, speaking of swinging it. Uh, second game, Phil's lost 3-1. It was a really good game uh, till the end. The bullpen kind of gave up some runs there, and, they wound up losing 3-1. to one. Both of those seven-inning games as part of quite a strange season. Aaron Nola, six innings pitch, though, did a real nice job. Just three hits, one run. Struck out 12 in six innings and didn't walk anybody. They're playing the uh, Yankees this afternoon slash early evening at 6.05 to round out their series. Also, the Flyers are, are taking on uh, Washington at, uh, right about now, in fact, in NHL playoff action. So that's kind of a little update there. Today is the first Thursday of the month, I think, right? August 6th. Yes. So the first Thursday of the month means Trivia Thursday, guys against the gals. The guys are currently trailing three to two in our overall series. They won the first one. Ladies won three in a row. And the guys won last month. So this month, we will uh, roll out the the uh, sixth in the installment of this fine uh, Trivia Thursday deal. One little issue is having some phone trouble. So, usually this is where you would call in and answer questions throughout the program. 
And I thought, well, do we do this tomorrow? See if we can get things working. Do the Trivia Thursday Friday edition? Or do we just kind of slug through it? And I'm thinking, let's just stay the course and get creative. So here's how we'll do it. When you want to answer questions as you choose, text in or email in. Those are working. I can check them. Let me give you those two uh, contact points. The text line for the show, 610-500-DOVE. 610-500-DOVE. That translates to 3683. Put that in your phone there. And uh, feel free to text anytime, really. 610-500-DOVE. Email simply Timmy D, T-I-M-M-Y-D, at WFIL.com. So that's how you'll answer questions today as opposed to calling in. And a little variation on things as well. Typically, we give you a question that might have one or two parts or five answers, whatever, and we just take them off the board as uh, as we go. But this time, it's going to be kind of complicated to do that. So I thought we'd make it simple, maybe a little more fun in a way. When you hear the question, feel free to text or email your answer, and I will count all of them. So, you know, a few people might get the same thing correct. We'll give everybody credit. So that way you don't have to kind of worry, did somebody get it first or should I even try? So just kind of you're, you're playing against yourself a little bit in that sense where you're trying to see if you think you know the answer to a given question. So uh, I will give you the first question now, and then I want to play something for you to start the program off. Uh, the first question is a fun one. Cereal uh, is something that I don't know about you, but that's good any time of the day. Or night. In fact, at night, it's kind of fun to get a little, I like, uh, personally, I like grape nuts. I get, I get a honey in there, some milk, and just crunch away. Sometimes I put my, I told my daughter, I put grapes, literally grapes, and she's like, grapes and grape nuts? That's like, yeah, you got the sweet and the kind of soft, and then you got the crunchy kind. It's like a nice thing. Everybody's got their, their favorite. That happens to be one of mine. And so, uh, in fact, somebody, a good friend of mine once said, cereal's kind of like dessert. Never really thought of it that way before, but in a lot of ways, it, it kind of is. And I guess it depends on what kind of cereal. So the question before you, name any cereal off the top 10 list, uh, most popular in America by sales. This is not just a poll or something. This is actually current in terms of sales. So you choose. Don't look it up. This is the honor system. What cereal uh, do you think is in the top 10? And you just can name, you know, if you want to, if you're going to the trouble of texting or emailing, you can choose up to three. You don't have to. You can just pick one, but you can choose up to three. And uh, if you happen to be wrong on all three, you don't cost too many points. You can just take take a guess. But try to put it into one text or one email. Name any of the top ten uh, in America cereals that, that are going these days. And uh, over the over the past years, but what, what the uh, it's based on sales over the last twelve months. Simple enough. Six ten five hundred Dove is the text line. Six ten five hundred thirty six eighty three. Or email me, Timmy D, T-I-M-M-Y-D, at WFIL.com. We'll start with this question. We'll mix in a few more along the way and give you updates as we go. And as we go, I want to start off before I forget. How could I forget? My daughter, Tessa, is turning 17 today. We were out last night, and while we were driving home, I pulled up on my phone from The Sound of Music, the uh, famous 16 going on 17 song. I said, Tessa, if there's one day in your entire life. We have to listen to the song. It's now. She was born around nine in the morning, if I remember correctly. So I'm like, we got we to play this now. So we listened to it on my phone on the ride home. And I thought I would, in her honor, play it today because that's really what's happened. She turned 16 uh, to 17 earlier this morning. 
And uh, while you listen in, uh, feel free to, again, text in or email your uh, guests to the top 10 cereals in the country. Again, you can pick up uh, one, two, or three. You choose how many you want to take a guess at. This is from The Sound of Music, a classic on WFIL. You wait, little girl, on an empty stage for fate to turn the light on. Your life, little girl, is an empty page that men will want to write on. To write on. You are 16, going on 17. Baby, it's time to think. AM 560 WFIL on the app. And what's the other one? Online, yeah, WFL.com. I forgot. 16 going on 17. Speaking of which, my darling daughter's on the phone. <laughs> Hi, birthday girl. Hi. I just played 16 going on 17 in your honor. Wow. You feel super special or what? Yeah, I feel really special. Well, that's very good. It sounds like there's a little party happening there. Little party, yeah. Okay. Got some. Got some friends, got some iced tea, some Play-Doh, having a, having a blast. That's lovely. Who, who yep. You have a couple of folks who stop by? Who stop by? Karis and Becca and Chloe and Lexi. Very nice. Well, yeah. a, little, a, little shout out, <clears throat> a little shout out to them. <laughs> That's great. I'm glad you can have them over. How was the hunting at Goodwill? How was Goodwill hunting, so to speak? We actually went to the mall because we didn't have enough time. Okay. Well, another time. But that was fun. Yeah. Very good. Well, I love you. I'm proud of you. And Thank you. Yeah, today we're doing Trivia Thursday, Guys Against the Gals. So oh, all right. I know you listen to your dad's show like without fail, but in case you're not for some reason, <laughs> you can put it, you know, put it on and you can hear the competition. Okay. <laughs> what's your favorite cereal, daughter? I should know this maybe, but what's your if you had to pick one off the shelf? Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Ding 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 ding! You score one for the girls. It's number five in the country right now for the Wait, past really? yeah for the past twelve months. Uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch is number five. I'll just tell you the others who have texted in: David and Mount Eat from New Jersey pick Raisin Bran, which is number eleven. So ew doesn't ew Raisin Bran's great stuff. So <laughs> I can tell the age gap here. Uh, so David, uh, we don't score a point for you cause we're picking top 10 only, but it's a great guess right in the cusp. Scott Langhorn said frosted flakes, which is number three. So a point for the guys and Wendy and Holland texted in honey bunches of oats and honey nut Cheerios. Both are in the top 10 honey nut Cheerios is two and honey bunches of oats is four. I've never, I don't think I've ever even had that one. No, that's good. Honey bunches that's, of oats is good. Yeah, they're so good. Where have you had that? We don't buy that stuff. Uh, Other people's houses? Yeah, probably. You have to have a talk, young lady. All right. All right, all right. I love you, girl. I look forward to seeing you at dinner time. All right, see ya. All right, bye for now. It's my sweet daughter, Tessa Grace. She's turning uh, 17 today. And uh, with her guest, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, that puts the ladies up three to one as we go into our first break. Name any top 10 cereal in America. We have number two, Honey Nut Cheerios. Number three, Frosted Flakes. Number four, Honey Bunches of Oats. And number five, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. At the top of the show, I was thinking people can will get multiple guesses going, but let, you know, let's just do it the regular way. You can text in the, your guesses, but 
We'll just take the first person to guess a given number. So we need number one, six, seven, eight, nine, and ten. Text line 610-500-DOVE. 610-500-3683. Or you can uh, email timmy T-I-M-M-Y-D, at WFIL.com. You can text up to three guesses. No penalty if you're wrong. Back in a second with more. WFIL. You're listening to a podcast of The Tim DeMoss Show. Heard weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. On AM 560 WFIL, it's The Tim DeMoss Show. It's party time. P-A-R-T. Why? Because I gotta. To all my people in the struggle, you think God's forgotten about you. Here's some pain medicine. Let's go! So I want you to remember, no matter what happens tomorrow, God's got it all under control. All things work together. Come on! AM560WFL.com and on the app. All right, you're dancing around a little bit. Tapping the steering wheel. It's all good. Kirk Franklin, love that song, Looking For You. We are looking for folks who want to take a guess on our Trivia Thursday question. What are the most popular cereals in America? The top ten specifically. And before the break there, it was uh, three to one. Ladies were ahead. We had uh, number two, Honey Nut Cheerios. Number three, Frosted Flakes. Number four, Honey Bunches of Oats. And number five, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. This is over the past 12 months. By sales, this is not just some kind of popular poll. What do you like? Raise your hand. This is like bowls consumed, baby. So let's uh, check the text line. We have Barry in South Philly who nabs the number one spot, Cheerios. Yeah, Honey Nut Cheerios, number two, and Cheerios, number one. I guess that's not cheating. They're they're two different things. Uh, So Barry, yes. I mean, not Barry cheating, just the fact that the list has them both, but they are separate products. So... Yeah, so the guys are now trailing three to two. Barry also guessed Rice Krispies, which is a great guess, but it's number 13 on the list, and we're only counting those in the top 10. Uh, Iris texted in from Philadelphia, said, what about those Fruit Loops? Those little circles of sugar. And you would be correct, Iris. Uh, Fruit Loops, number seven on the list. A cornerstone of Kellogg's lineup remains a favorite 55 years after its debut, or almost close to 60 years, it debuted in uh, 1963. So, it's 4-2, to two, ladies are ahead. That means we are still in need of number 6, and what else am I missing? 8, and, eight 9, and 10, I think is it. Yeah, 6, 8, 9, and 10. We'll take a quick break, come back, and allow the next couple of minutes, and if we don't get those, I'll just tell you what they are, and we'll move on to the next question. So, again, we have Cheerios 1, Honey Nut Cheerios 2, Frosted Flakes 3, Honey Bunches of Oats 4, Cinnamon Toast Crunch 5, and Fruit Loops 7. And did I miss one? I think that's it. All right. So, it's uh, Ladies Are Ahead 4 to 2. I think I did that right. I'll, I'll check during the break. We'll come back in a second. If you want to guess, it's 610-500-DOVE to text. 610 500 3683 or email timmy d t i m m y d 
at WFIL.com. You can take up to three guesses in your text or your email. You won't be penalized if you're wrong, and you can score up to three points if you're right. Back in a second with more on WFIL. It's Tim DeMoss Show. Thanks for listening in. Thanks for tuning in to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast with AM560 WFIL and WFIL.com. It's 431, the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Uh, kind of cloudy with some sun and blue skies, then back to rain. Kind of all over the place. Could be heavy, though, before the end of the uh, evening. Just keep an eye out for that. 82 the high today, 70 the to low tonight. Tomorrow, a lot like today. Times where it's cloudy and maybe a shower, even a thunder shower, then clearing out for a while. Tomorrow's high, 81. Phil split a doubleheader last night, 11-7 over the Yankees in Game 1. And then in uh, Game 2, they lost 3-1. to That second game, Aaron Nola was on the mound for the Phils after being off for like 12 days. A big gap in between starts with everything happening, the irregularity in the scheduling. And after the game, on a Zoom call, Nola was asked... Uh, you know, he pitched six innings. When he left the game, he'd only get up one run. It was a 1-1 tie. Then the bullpen kind of let things get away in that seventh and final inning. Yes, I said seventh and final inning. They were just seven inning games that they played. Reminds me of, like, Little League. But, yeah, that's how they got them both in. Not uncommon for Major League Baseball to try and uh, get that to happen these days, those seven inning games. So, anyhow, Nola pitched inning, six innings, three hits, one run, struck out 12, only walked none. Yeah. He didn't walk any batters. And so he was asked, well, could you have maybe gone out there for that, that seventh inning where you're itching to get back on the mound? Uh, I mean, there's always a, a want. Had been kind of a long layoff, and, you know, I think they, they wanted to take me out after the inning anyway. So uh, I don't know how many pitches I threw, uh, around nine or something maybe. But just to get back out there felt good. And the, the things that uh, synced up for me uh, going in the next start and to try to, you know, hopefully – we can we can be out at the field every day this week until our next game. So uh, even though we come up short tonight, we come out tomorrow and compete again. And that's what the Phils are hoping to do at six oh five tonight. They take the Yankees on one more time. As for that bullpen that kind of blew things a bit last night and the Phillies three one loss in that second game, Joe Girardi, your new Phillies manager, how are you feeling about the bullpen? You still have confidence? Oh, I believe in our bullpen. You know, again, I, I've said all along they just haven't had work. And they haven't had consistent work. And, you know, there's some guys that I probably won't use today because they've thrown two out of three days. And I, I don't think they're ready to go three out of four. So some other guys are going to have to step up. I'll check with all the arms today to see where they're at. But, I mean, with the rash of injuries that we've seen in the game, and especially in pitching, I think you have to be cautious a little bit. Because, you know, you lose a guy for a month that's an important part of your bullpen – I mean, you don't have a lot of time to recover in a 60-game schedule like you do 162. So I think you have to be, you know, somewhat careful on how, you, how much you use these guys. And sometimes it's just not a matter of a guy threw five pitches. fact is he had to get up, he warmed up, and he came in the game, and there were probably some stressful pitches in a sense. So that becomes important. Um, so I have to watch and pay attention to what, you know, the markers are telling us about each guy. Phillies manager Joe Girardi just about a couple hours ago on a Zoom call with reporters as they get ready for their game with the Yankees at 6.05 tonight. Flyers are playing Washington this afternoon in NHL playoff round-robin action. So it's Trivia Thursday, the first Thursday of the month we do this, and uh, the last five months we've done it. Guys won the inaugural edition, ladies won the next three, 
and then the guys won last month. So overall, ladies are ahead three games to two. And uh, today, with a little phone line issue, we are taking your input via text and email. And we'll wrap up our first question. We really usually do two or three questions, kind of like a top 10 thing. We can take a stab and, and not have to know an exact one answer only kind of question. We do those two. But uh, the question we started off with, name in any of the top 10 cereals in America, you know, simply by sales. This is not a popularity contest. It's just by who's buying what. And before, uh, until now, we, we've had uh, six of the top 10 named. And during the break, we had another couple of guesses, a couple of folks text in and kind of like trying to throw in more answers. Wendy, you know, I'm going to give you credit. You asked, you said Lucky Charms and Cocoa Puffs. You had already guessed two correctly and you're only allowed to do three and you're supposed to do them all in one text, but we're going to have a little grace here. And uh, Lucky Charms was your third answer out of the four you sent in. And Lucky Charms is on the list at number, what is it? Six. So that's another point for the ladies. Ladies are up five, two. The others in the top 10, not guessed, Frosted Mini Wheats at 8, Life at 9. I haven't had that in a long time. I like that. And Fruity Pebbles, number 10. Wow. Then uh, just beyond that, some folks had not guessed, like Captain Crunchberries is 17. Apple Jacks was guessed, but that was 18. Corn Flakes, plain old Corn Flakes at 19. So there you have it. That's uh, that's And it's interesting. There's, there's always some fun facts to go with these things. Uh, for example, uh, they tried with, with number one, I'll just give you one fun fact on the list for Cheerios, the number one selling cereal still, uh, came back out, came out in 1941 and General Mills actually tested more than 500 formulas and shapes and sizes. So the little O's you see there, it wasn't always going to be an O and it wasn't going to be that size. And they, they put a lot of work into it, called them Cheerios at the beginning and then, uh, shortened it to Cheerios in 1945 and it's been that way ever since and still top of the pile so there you have that let's give you another question here to move on to and this is kind of a fun a little segue uh, on our famous friday show tomorrow just to billboard ahead a couple of special guests one of them rock and roll hall of famer dave mason who is in the band traffic he had a song that a lot of folks know uh, uh, that he wrote uh with the band uh, feeling all right it's been covered by lots and lots of people he just redid it with a bunch of artists. It's a, it's a fun song, and he did he, his band is called Dave Mason and the Quarantines. Anyway, we're going to have him on for a few minutes tomorrow. Thinking of another classic artist right here, Elton John. Fifty years ago, got the music going and his, you know his his stuff going. Fifty years ago, uh, we'll just make this a one song guess. So you pick any of the top ten Elton John songs in terms of most streamed, downloaded, broadcast, and performed. All of those options, step back and say, what's you can, and you can name up to three when you text or email. Name any of the top 10 Elton John songs 50 years ago this month. He got the music thing rolling. What, what do you think would be among his most streamed, downloaded, broadcast, and performed songs in the U.S.? And for fun, I have a parody of one of his songs here from Apologetics, who we had on last week. This is... They're t- usually apologetics when they cover a song or they do a parody. It's not the same. It's not the same title at all. It's just it's, it's slightly off, a little bit different. But this one actually matches up. Elton John, of course, had a song called Daniel, which is not in the top ten. I'll give you that tip right now. But this is apologetics's version. Six ten five hundred doves. Text your three guesses if you want or email. Daniel's with lies tonight. 
WFL.com on the app. Apologetics is parody of Elton John's Daniel and Daniel. That song, uh, the, uh, the original, the 15th on uh, the uh, on the list of most streamed, performed, downloaded, and broadcast Elton John songs. 50 years ago this month, he got the music thing rolling. We have uh, David checking in with a guest on the text line saying Rocket Man, which is number two. Yes. On Spotify alone, Rocket Man has been streamed over 435 million times. That's a lot of streams. Uh, we had a guest from Barry who said number eight, Candle in the Wind. That was his guess, which was actually a tribute to Marilyn Monroe's short but lively life. And uh, we had some others on the list here. And I realized I didn't really give the email address out during that song. So I will extend the guessing just through this break and then I will give it the rest of the top 10. So the question at the moment is name uh, Elton John's most streamed, downloaded, broadcast and performed songs in the US. And number 2 was Rocket Man and number 8 is Candle in the Wind. You can either email me Timmy D T I M M Y D at wfil.com or you can text me 610-500 Dove 610-500-3683. You can take up to 3 guesses. You can do just one or two. If you want to take three, that's fine. If you're wrong on all three, you don't lose points, so don't be afraid to try. But you don't have to know three. You can just take a guess at one if you want. All right? And so we have seven left in the top ten. If you happen to get any or all, we'll, you'll score some points right now. The ladies lead the guys five to four. Close game here. Back in a second with more on WFIF. Live and local. It's the Tim DeMoss Show, weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues. 447 on the Tim DeMoss Show. Coming down the home stretch of Trivia Thursday. Guys, they're trailing the ladies 5-4. The rest of the Elton John songs in the top 10. Uh, they're around here somewhere. Oh, well, number one, your song. That's probably obvious. I'm still standing. Number three, Circle of Life. Number four, Can You Feel the Love Tonight? Of course, was that from uh, Lion King? I can't remember. I get my movies mixed up. Don't Let the Sun Go Down on Me at six. Candle in the Wind. I say, Don't Go Breaking My Heart. I love that song. It's a fun with Kiki D. Number seven, Tiny Dancer. Number nine. And number 10, Crocodile Rock. That's a fun one, too. So there you are. Now, our final question of the program is going to revolve around a game that's been around for many, many years. A game that you get, you typically get excited to play, and then after a while, you're like, why do we do this? <laughs> Sometimes. Because it can go on and on and on. Monopoly, I'm talking about. I like playing Monopoly. Uh, and sometimes it's not bad at all, all the way through. But sometimes it's like when you know you're starting to lose, you're like, just put me out of my misery. Or I quit. I'm out of here. Not me. But I have played with folks who have that attitude. Anyhow, 85 years ago is when Monopoly came out. And our final top 10 question of the day is name the 10 original pieces from the board game. There have been some changes over the years. All right? The rule simply, text or email me up to three. If you get three, you get credit for all three. If you are wrong, you don't lose any points. 
If you can only think of one or two, then just guess one or two. But don't send like three different texts with three different guesses. Just think and then send. First person, you know, for each of the numbers on the top 10. So if somebody else guesses number three and then you got it later, the first person's the one who gets it, if that made any sense at all. 610-500-DOVE is the number. 610-500-DOVE. If you want to text in at 610-500-3683 or email Timmy D, T-I-M-M-Y-D at WFIL.com. Name any of the original top 10, uh, top, uh, sorry, the original 10 pieces from the uh, Hasbro game Monopoly. While you do that, I want to play another apologetic song because we had Jay Jackson, lead singer on last week. Apologetics has had 700 or so songs, everything from Elvis to Eminem. One of the songs they did on their brand new CD, which is called Braggadocious, is called Brag on the Lord All Day to take off on Bang on the Drum All Day by Upper Darby's own Todd Rundgren. If you want a copy of this album... Jay said very generously he will email me a link and I can pass that on to whoever wants the full album. Braggadocious. It's the 59th album by Apologetics. So text or email me and I can get that to you. WFL.com and on the app, apologetics brag on the Lord all day, take off on bang on the drum all day from Todd Rundgren, local guy from Upper Darby. Barry chimed in again on the text line. He said on the original top pieces, not top, the 10 original pieces with Monopoly, he said, how about the shoe? How about the hat? How about the boot? Barry, two out of three ain't bad. Shoe and hat. Top hat, technically. Among the Original 10 pieces in Monopoly. That leaves eight. 610-500-DOVE. If you want to take a guess, 610-500-3683. Or email me, timmyd at wfil.com. Guys are up. 6-5. Have a guest you'd like to hear on the Tim DeMoss Show on AM560 WFIL? Email D at wfil.com. couple minutes left in the show. Guys are up 6-5 in Trivia Thursday. 610-500-DOVE. I'm checking the text lines. We wind down. Name any of the original 10 pieces in Monopoly when it came out 85 years ago. The shoe, which was retired in 2017 and replaced by a rubber duck, has been named. And Top Hat has been named. Something uh, Some folks think that was named after or based after uh, J.P. Morgan as the character's name. Mr. Monopoly, Rich Uncle Pennybags in the early days. So we have those two. There's still eight pieces out there. 610-500-DOVE. If you want a quick text in, 610-500-DOVE. And as you do, at 610-500-3683, this is a quick clip from Crawford Loritz, who joined us on May 26, talking about the book Your Marriage Today and Tomorrow. Uh, and this is, a, this is a clip from that, speaking of guys and gals, and even guys against the gals. To be close means that it's not just you get close with all the positive things about yourself. But when you get close, you get close. I mean, you see, you see the good, the bad, and the ugly in the other person. 
So to be in dynamic relationship with one another of necessity means that we become proficient at, at giving and receiving forgiveness. Because there's only two options when you get married, right? Max, you know, there's only one option when you get married. And that is, you're going to marry a sinner. Yeah. That person that you marry is a sinner. They're not the fourth member of the Trinity. They don't walk on water. And so the fact that there's conflict in the relationship doesn't mean that, you know, something's necessarily wrong with the relationship. It means that two human beings have come together. But it's what you do with the conflict that determines... You know, whether it's going to move you toward, as, as they say in the weekend, to remember whether it's going to move you toward oneness or isolation. It all depends on what you do with it. Crawford Loretti and his wife Karen have written a book called Your Marriage Today and Tomorrow. We're giving it away on our website. Check it out at WFIL.com. Guys, win! 6-5 out of time. I'll run down the rest of the uh, the rest of these tomorrow during our Famous Friday show. Have a great night. Thanks for listening in. God bless you podcast on our site in about an hour. See ya. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 to 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.